Welcome to the PowerShell News Podcast. I'm your host, Haja Dalwal. I'm the co-host, Mick Pletcher. All right, Mick. So it's Thursday, the last and final day of PowerShell Summit 2022. It's been an exciting week. It has, and a little depressing that it's <coughs> ending today, but yeah, it has been a great week. It was more exciting when you missed your flights. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then you were crying like a baby, that you couldn't make it here and stuff like that, but you still made it, so that's good. But lots of stuff was going on here. We had the welcome reception, uh, the keynotes, and, you know, with the, with the PowerShell team, with uh, Snova and, and, and the whole gang, right? Yep, and we got a lot of great interviews. Yeah. So with us right now, in this same room, we have the team, the organizers, except we're missing two people. All right? So let's start with the CEO, CEO of DevOps Collective. Also, the writer of the unicorn. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Arjun. It's been a it's been an awesome week. <laughs> if anyone could see his face, you had to lead with the unicorn. Well, to be fair, everyone rode the unicorn. I was just the second. <laughs> <laughs> but you're the top dog. <laughs> <laughs> I guess for anyone who doesn't know what he's talking about, you can look on Twitter and where we were at the forum social house last night, one of the putt putt courses, you had to sit on the unicorn in order to uh, in order to hit the ball. Yeah. So all right, so you're the you're the CEO. You're managing, you know, the uh, the organization and the conference, and you have an awesome team with you. So talk to us about you know the process of getting here in terms of this event, right? Because there was COVID, and the last I, event. We don't mention the C word. Okay, no C word. We prefer the term, the blip. The blip. <laughs> yeah, so this has been an interesting year. On top of taking a two-year virtual break, we also moved venues, and then we also brought in John and Mike to the team. So we weren't starting over because we still had a good playbook from where we were over at the Maidenbauer, but... The hotel, the venue is set up completely different. We had to work with the host hotel staff a lot. Uh, for those that don't know, we we start working on this uh, two to three years out. So we actually signed this contract for 2022 in 2018. Oh, wow. so we've been working with the hotel staff since then, getting ready, getting ready for the event. Okay. Oh, so it's been a long time. The process was in place for a long time. It just got executed this year. Right. Yes. Yeah. So. How's the week have been going so far? Um, it feels like yesterday was Monday. Like, I've been here since Thursday of last week, so this is my eighth day here in Seattle, and it does not feel like I've been here this long. When I got here, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be here forever. And then now it's like, i got to leave tomorrow? What's, what's happening? Yeah, the week flew by really fast. And, uh, you know, I'm walking around <clears throat> talking to people, taking pictures, videos, and all that stuff, and I've, I've heard great things about this event. You know, people have some. Some have stopped. <coughs> sorry, excuse me. Some have stopped me and said, "You know, this is the best uh, conference that they come to." You know. Uh, yes, yeah, so yeah, that's one of the things we pride ourselves on is that this conference is very unlike any other commercially based conference that you'll ever go to. Yeah, and, and so we like we like the the PowerShell community is just a very unique group of individuals, and mm -hmm. this event just flows right into that. And I think it's even more successful because people were waiting for that in-person, you know, connection, 
you know, right. You, a lot of people that we talked to, they said that they haven't traveled for work in two plus years. They haven't, they haven't been out and about. They haven't seen people. They were really excited to come. Right. So next we'll move on to John. Hi, everybody. Uh, <laughs> my name is John Janelle. Uh, I was the logistics coordinator or James's boots on the ground for uh, this conference. So I've been doing all the in-person stuff going over the venue, working with hotel staff, planning the receptions and uh, the event night, and all that, doing my best to help out with the vendors and, uh, you know, the very famous line, and other duties as a sign. <laughs> so my work with James started in earnest uh, around, I would say, December when we started uh, really starting to plan things. And then my one note became steadily more full as we approached it. And uh, no, it's just been a, a steady pitch of work and it's been a lot of fun to work with members of the community and, and work with the folks that are supporting us at the Marriott and Formal Social House and um, a casino event in Seattle uh, for all a real hoop. And it was, it was fun to do this kind of coordination because uh, folks asked me about it that knew me and said, you know, what's it like? And I said, well, it's wedding planning, but a lot more fun. And, and again, I, like, I think that was my most informed experience was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, disappoint some people because it's not going to be the right kind of mayonnaise, but it's okay because it's the experience of everybody kind of coming together. Uh, and I, I'm profoundly grateful for the opportunity and it's been a hoot. Now that all said, I am exhausted, but I think it's, uh, it's well, well worn and well worth it. So again. it is, it is. A, it's a rewarding in the end. And you know what? You hit it on the nail as the wedding planner. Cause that's how I feel. You know, I've seen you, you know, all over the place and like, you know, where are the flowers? Where's the DJ? Where's, you know, is that, are they running late? You know, it's, it's, where's the snowver? Where's the coffee? Is, is lunch set out? Yeah. So okay. it's been a great opportunity. Yeah. A lot of us haven't seen you in at least a couple, two and a half years. I think yeah. the last time most of us saw you was back at uh, Microsoft Ignite. Yes. Yes. Uh, hanging out in the safety of the PowerShell booth uh, and, and the chocolate booth was kind of where I was bouncing back and forth. But yeah, it's good to see folks again. Good to be seen. Um, nice to shake hands. Uh, not in a Tyvek suit. So <clears throat> good all the way around. And I think uh, <clears throat> one of the things that you guys did really well is not only the sessions, right? Sessions are sessions, right? People come here to learn, but you've also incorporated fun into the event, right? From the welcome reception, then you had the casino night, and then you had, you know, the forum house, you know, last night. Everyone had a blast. You know, there's lots of things to do. Kept everyone occupied and busy and, and entertained. And uh, so that was well done, man. Really good. Thanks. I also want to say that it's, it's part of the inherited format because if you think about it, there's not much of a lull between the, the welcoming reception, which is a lot of fun and gets the, the week kicked off, and the hope and excitement of, ooh, the party on Wednesday. So, you know, again, all I have to do is convince a bunch of people who may be relatively quiet in their day jobs to go out with each other in the dinner in the middle. Um, but, you know, again, it's fun to give recommendations. It's I like, I've been in Washington my whole life, it's fun to give folks recommendations on where to go and what the weather is going to be like. Uh, one of our attendees, uh, the famous uh, Phil Bossman, he's been going out hiking every oh, morning. Yes. And so I get to see little parts of the state and I'm like, yeah, thanks for hitting that out. And that's, that's really cool. Yeah. That, that's really awesome. What he's doing. I, I wake up every morning. I'm like, where is he today? And he'll post like 
Okay, he's at a waterfall, and then he's like what? Uh, somewhere with snow. He went to Snowfall like, Pass. Where the yeah. Where is he going? You know? So that's a lot of. Uh, it, it's interesting. It's like West Waldo. You know? Yes. Like you're looking for it every day. <laughs> and actually, Waldo's in a session right now. Right. right. And we do have a real Waldo. We do have a real. That's Waldo. true. So then it brings us to the communications director, right? So I. Hey everybody, I'm Mike Nackis. Good to see you. Good to talk with everyone. I'm uh, I'm really the pretty face of the organization. That's so <laughs> so handsome. So we couldn't find anyone else. So um, my my official role with DevOps Collective is uh, based around community, director of community. And to be candid, there hasn't been much of an opportunity to do anything with community for the last two years, other than virtual events. But um, but I uh, offered to be, you know, help uh, with the during event planning and just be a pair of hands and help them get things done at the event. And it's uh, it's interesting because first for me for a couple of reasons, two weeks ago I returned to the office, the hybrid schedule, so it was kind of cool to go back to work and start to see people again. And we started hosting a user group at my office in person again, mm. and. I've gotten only a few people attending, but the people attending are like, it's so good to do something in person again. Yeah. And not even two weeks later, I'm at the summit, and that's the same consensus I hear from a lot of people, like, oh, my God, it's so good to be in person yeah. doing something. And for me, <clears throat> doing, you know, with my user group, and we've had so many different people from the community speak, finally get to see a bunch of these people in person again. It feels like seeing long-lost friends. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think... So first of all, my my the consensus I got from the people attending was you guys did a really great job, right? So yes. that's always great to hear. There's a lot of new faces at the summit this mm -hmm. year, which I think bodes well for the future. Hopefully they'll go home and they'll tell people they had a great time and encourage others to come so the event will, will grow again. And listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just everybody seems to be like finally ready to move on and get back to having what we all consider more normal lives. And, yeah. you know, put all the things of the conference aside, it almost feels like a little mini celebration, like we all made it, right? So people just seem to be genuinely happy to be out and doing stuff. And I think the summit is giving people right now something that has been a void in many people's lives. There hasn't been any, any community group involvement. Many people have stopped doing stuff online who are normal content producers. So for a lot of these people, it's, oh, yeah, finally a way to get re-engaged in my career. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So Because ultimately, with the here watching sessions and learning stuff, that hopefully they'll take that to work mm -hmm. and inspire them to do new things. And everybody just seems to have a really great positive attitude and, and really stoked. I've had a number of people come up to me and say, Mike, you did a great job at this event. And I'm like, Thank you. I didn't actually do anything, but yeah. you know, um, the team really did a great job making this event fun. And and you guys had mentioned before, it's it's pretty personal event uh, for the people who've never been here before. We had uh, about 160 people this year, mm. but what no people don't understand about the event is is that because it's a smaller event, we get to spend a lot of time together. It's more intimate, more right. closer. Right. It's not just going to a session, watch a session, go to another one. You have breakfast, lunch, and dinner together. We create social events yeah. for people to go out and do stuff. And you leave the event at least making some really good contacts. 
uh, contacts or, or at the very worst, uh, so hopefully some new friends. Mm -hmm. So people seem to really be enjoying it. And for me, the interesting thing was, like, I've been to Summit twice before as an attendee, now helping out, and I, I kind of forgot how much fun Summit was, right? <laughs> because we've tried to do virtual, and virtual is a unique thing, but it just does not match yeah. the in-person events. So it was really good to get back at it and be like, oh, wow, I really missed this. So it's been yeah. a really cool week, but like everybody said, a fast week. It's a fast week, yeah. Yep. Well, the uh, next one that's coming up is going to be in the PowerShell on the River, and we're definitely looking forward to that. So you want to tell us a little bit about that, James? Yeah, so PowerShell on the River is a PowerShell Saturday. Well, it's a Friday and Saturday, August 12th and 13th. Uh, I'm hosting it in Chattanooga. This is the first one in two years. You know, we don't, uh, we had to cancel in 20 and 21, but we're uh, back to in-person. So about a, about, we usually get about 100 people or so, so it's not a, it's not a super big uh, uh, meeting. I mean, Mike's had bigger user group meetings than that. So, But, yeah, it's definitely going to be a great time. Uh, just not quite ready to announce uh, who our workshop speakers are because we still got some few things to work out, but uh, we're definitely be impressed. <clears throat> so, uh, before we move on, you have two other team members uh, that I think you should uh, highlight and mention and what they do, who they are, what they do. Yeah, so not in the room with us because they're out, uh, you know, working. So we have Missy Januzko and Warren Frame. They're both our, uh, they're our co-contents of director co-director of content co-directors co uh, co yes. of co-content <laughs> inception so what that means is they're the ones that read all read all the CS cfps they put the schedule together and then they are the glorified cat wranglers of speakers mm -hmm. making sure speakers are in the right rooms at the right times and making sure the displays are working and the sound is working and the microphone is working and the door is open at the right time and doors closed the right so they're they're out and about doing that uh, and this is warren's last year uh, so, and so he is moving on more into security space, and it's not doing so much more Python. But we're happy to welcome Kevin Marquette, uh, uh to the team, who's going to be helping with uh, doing the content next year. Yeah. Uh, so we're excited to have Kevin on board. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, and and people don't realize how much work goes behind this. You know, and I remember like helping you. You know. Unload the pickup truck and then, you know, and then unboxing things and stuff like that. That's just a small piece of it. But there's so much more, right? You know, the plannings in advance, the bookings, the, and, uh, right. Yeah, like I said, we start planning these events years out. And then about 12 months out, when we, that's when we, we, we get the band back together. We're like, okay, here's our schedule for the year. And then about 10 months out, we, you know, we start putting the CFPs out. And that's, and, and that's, that's when it starts. We start reading the CFP. Well, we, uh, Missy very politely tells me to stop meddling. Uh, so they start reading the C they start reading the CFPs and start trying to put the schedule together. And then usually by about seven months out, we have the schedule and we start at ticket sales. And then we're in a lull because at that point we're you can't make the menu yet because you don't know how many people are coming. Yeah. And so there is that there is that lull kind of in around month you know seven six and five and then we start picking up again with. Uh, you know, book, booking the off-sites and what do the menus going to look like? We'll get the numbers later. But So what about PowerShell Summit 2023? Yeah, so we're going to be back here in Bellevue in uh, April 24th through the 27th, uh, uh, 2023 here at the Marriott. We're super excited. Yeah, much more of it to go much more smoothly because, again, we'll have a playbook to work from. Exactly. And we'll be able to spend more time making the event even better for our attendees. Yes. I'm really excited to not, because you just, you start 
thinking about the other stuff that you haven't done. Uh, what are the other options? How to better get flow for the different rooms? You like the quote checks? Yeah, I think we're. Uh, I think we're also. Uh, you know, we're excited to bring back our fourth room uh, for our fourth track, uh, which is not the hallway track, like an actual room. And then I think the working with Jeff Fix over the next couple of months, I think we're going to rewrite the on-ramp program. Mm-hmm. Uh, so still kind of the same concept, but a little little different delivery method. So we're pretty excited about that too. Yeah, the on-ramp program is really amazing. I'm, I'm really glad that this event has that piece. We've been talking to a lot of the students and stuff and sitting down with them during lunch and stuff like that. And they're so excited. I think, I think like day one was, you know, kind of a bit slow. Uh, you know, it's more of the theory and, you know, the getting the... Right. It's like, what is that? What is... Uh, yeah, exactly. And then and then second day, they're like, oh, yeah, we started, like, you know, working hands-on and, you know, and so it's great. It's amazing. Yeah. And, of course, if, I guess if anyone wants to donate to the on-ramp uh, program, they can go to PowerShell.org and there's a big bu- there's a big donate button uh, that'll send you a PayPal link. Yeah. And you mentioned about the Amazon. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up. I was just about to... Give William the change and say, don't forget about Amazon. There's a really easy way to participate in helping the DevOps collective mm-hmm. grow. So, first of all, let's take a step back and explain that some people may not realize that the DevOps collective, the, the, the um, entity that runs PowerShell.org and other events, is a nonprofit uh, association. Yeah. And funds run, are raised from this event to go into funding community activities and giving back to people that are doing uh, great work in the community. And one of the ways that people can help us do that is just by going to smile.amazon.com and you can select DevOps as your uh, charity of choice. And uh, every purchase everybody makes, a few cents go to DevOps Collective and believe it or not, it adds up and it generates a couple hundred dollars for the organization every quarter. And it it makes a difference. they announced, um, I don't know if you guys covered this in a previous podcast, but they were talking about early on in the keynote about uh, donating money to the local IT organization uh, for, for uh, I forget what it's called, IT on-ramp or IT... Tech Impact? Uh, tech Impact, yeah. Tech impact, but they were to donate $250,000 over the last couple yes, of years. Yes, right? that's so it's, it's uh, even being a part of the organization and helping out, you don't realize... The impact that we can have until mm-hmm. you start hearing some of the things that the organization has funded. Um, besides, not only that program, but getting money to um, some community maintainers for open source projects to allow them to keep doing the stuff. Like in the past, we've donated money to DBA Tools Project. Okay. And what that is is for is like these people that are doing this work. Usually, people who have community modules and pro- uh, are people that are maintaining code. In addition to their day job, right, and it's very hard for open source people to keep doing it um, without some sort of funding. The funding sort of gives them the incentive to keep working on their module, yeah. keep because, developing, right? Keep, yeah. Because they're keep putting in a lot of hours, yes. you know, and it, it takes a toll. It's hard for someone yeah. to keep doing that. So, some of the more common uh, community projects, the Vops Collective, have been able to fund mm-hmm. and help them with some monetary support to help them keep going with what they're doing. So, all in all, the DevOps Collective is really doing a great job of funneling money back into the community in different ways to help people do things that are just helpful to the community as a whole. And And also, like, uh, because it's a non-profit, if people directly donate to DevOps Collective, you know, they can 
you know, you suffer the taxes as well. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. get a tax receipt or whatever it is. So it's not just through the smile that Amazon. Right. You know, right. If you want to like donate a hundred dollars or whatever, you know, that's. Yeah. And and the organization has things for sale on the website like swag and books. We also have ebooks available that for, for no cost or I rather say uh, for a, a hopeful donation, people can pay whatever they want for the resource. And um, it's just really about producing content and opportunities for people in the community yeah. to do good things. And so it's gone amazingly well from the days of Don Jones and gang and now, ja- I mean, um, James, James taking yeah. over. Yeah. And uh, glad to be a part of that and glad to be able to help keep that train going in a great positive direction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we also have the PowerShell content book. Yeah. I don't know what version we have in now. Is it three? Uh, so they're on their fourth iteration, but they changed the book a little bit this year. So um, to backtrack, there's a PowerShell conference book that was created. They're on their fourth edition. Mm-hmm. And in the first three editions, it was supposed to be like a conference and a book. So it was a collection of a random group of people who wrote topics on various things, much like you would see at a conference. And, uh, you know, a conference in a book to be 20 to 30 chapters of mm-hmm. various topics that were timely. This year, the the uh, creators of the fourth version of the book have changed the focus. They're trying to make an open source textbook okay. that a college program could then adopt and follow as a curriculum course. So there's, uh, it's a little bit more of a challenge this year because they have a program they're trying to fulfill but you still have 20 to 30 writers participating on each chapter, but now they have to have a common voice across all the chapters because it almost sounds like it's written by one person. Okay. Right? Okay. So it's, so there's a lot more editing that's going on to make it seem consistent across the chapters, but the goal is to provide an open source sort of a curriculum that a college, university, or some professional education uh organization could take the book and use as a curriculum for a cost that that's they can amazing. use to train, train that is train it's a good concept. and you know that's one uh, a topic we've talked about before is it would be nice if there was a book out there t- uh, teaching the teacher to where you know uh, it could be taught in different or um, uh, like PowerShell user groups across America mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if they wanted to take on teaching PowerShell to the local users right. Right. Well, yeah it's great so, so the book has been, it's been taking a long time to get done this mm-hmm. year. And that's probably because there's a big editing process, but it's still a lot of the people that are participating mm-hmm. as authors are first-time authors. They need some hand-holding, getting through the writing process. Mm. But they should have it out later this year. Um, and so nice. as hard as I to, to bring up, there are four books in the series. All are very relevant. They all have pertinent topics, um, and you can pick those up at Manning, at the DevOps Collective website, or on Amazon. Um, on I think on Amazon it's a flat rate. On Manning and our site, it's a pay it's a, what you wish. It's a slider, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a minimum, and yeah. if you want to give more, you can. Yeah. And those sales have been very instrumental in helping the organization grow as well. Right, because that comes back into the organization yeah. to, to fund all the programs. Yeah, I, I have, I have uh, articles in the first and the second conference book, and I know... I remember the first conference book sold at least eight or nine hundred copies. Whoa! Yeah. Wow! So, yeah. So they did well, and I am sure that it's hard to keep the sales going over four. But they're trying to refresh it with a sort of a new twist, 
And I'm, I'm very curious to see how the book comes out. Right. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so, yeah, thanks for doing a great job. And, uh, and uh, you know, we've been friends for a while, for yeah. a long time. And, you know, so it's, it's really nice. I mean, like we've seen, like you said, you know, this, this event was like, you know, the meeting of friends and, and, and things like that and reconnections again. And, and uh, you, you, know. you kind of really summed it up there perfectly. You know, we're all IT professionals. We're yes. all here to learn. And we're all here to advance our career. Mm-hmm. But somehow, some way in our community, the people that you associate with and end up doing work with, the finding solutions with, mm-hmm. become more than just colleagues. Yes. Become friends. And so when we get together, it's like seeing an old friend after a long time. Yes. And it's more than just like, hey, I remember sitting in a conference with you. It's like, oh, there's a lot of good memories that come back, especially in an event like this where they create a lot of yep. personal opportunity, uh, a lot of opportunities to do you know, um, non-IT stuff. And yeah, so, uh, you know, everybody remembers some jokes they told at the last one, <laughs> sharing yeah. dinner together. And, and it's, it's a, for the people who have never been here, it's very hard to explain what the summit is like yeah. um, that could make sense uh, without being here. Yeah. Um, there's a, <clears throat> a really sense of belonging that you get when you're here. The conference is big enough to have a wide scope of ideas, but small enough where you just don't feel like 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 ignite that it's thirty thousand right. people right. Right. and you're just a number. You people get to know your name here, mm-hmm. and you know you can come up and you can talk to anybody, whether it's speakers, event organizers. The Microsoft team is here in person for most yeah. of the event, and you get to give direct impact and feedback. And let's not forget, Jeffrey Snover is usually here for yeah. more than mm-hmm. a day. He was here this year as well. So it's a great way to meet the people that are making an impact with PowerShell and the related assets that it deploys. Yeah. And it's just, I wish I could uh, encourage everyone to come and check it out, uh, but there's really no way to explain it to you on a podcast or even yeah. on a video. <coughs> the feeling that you get being here, you yep. just really feel like you're part of something special. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that we've wanted to instill in the people in the on-ramp program that mm-hmm. I'll be only just because they're beginners and they're learning PowerShell now doesn't mean they can't come up to any of us here at the conference, talk to us. Yeah. We're willing to help uh, make them come feel welcome and comfortable here and. Yeah. You know, expand their knowledge. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? In, uh, in later years, they, they could be speakers here as well. They could yeah. come back and yeah. that would be phenomenal, right? So I, I gave a, a talk to the online program this year on the value of community. And one of the things I highlighted in there, and, and Jeff had asked me at the end when I finished, did you ever expect to be where you are now? So I came to the mm-hmm. summit in 2018. I presented in 2019. In 2020, James said, would you like to help out with the organization? And now I'm here as a conference organizer, yeah. helping people out. So I've kind of done the, the journey, you know, and it's yeah. just, but it's just, um, you know, you got to give credit to the original creator of this event, Don Jones. He somehow created a format where you can feel really plugged in and dialed in. Uh, it doesn't feel too big, but everybody comes away with like, well, everybody I spoke to comes away with this feeling, man, I really went to a unique kind of event that I have never been to before. So there's yeah. something about the summit that's unique for most people. There's enough learning, mm-hmm. there's enough social, there's enough opportunity to meet probably people that they consider their mentors or yeah. idols or people they look <clears> up to. 
Um, it, there's a little bit of everything in here for someone who's involved yeah. in PowerShell automation and DevOps. Yep. Yeah, there's a bit for everybody. And you know, so those that are starting for 2023, for example, uh, those that are starting to dabble in PowerShell or want to get their feet wet, well, sign up for the on-ramp program, right? You know, you, you start from day one, by the time you finish, you know, uh, the end of the week, you've got the concepts, you can start to write a script and so on and so forth. <clears throat> and that kicks you into the next level of, you know, PowerShell. Then those are that are already kind of like advanced and, you know, super advanced, there's some really deep dive sessions here. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, uh, things that have been blowing my mind um, as well. Yeah, and for me, when I was attending and still today <coughs> sessions, they just become great idea stars for things that I want to take back to work and try to see if I can either implement or learn more about to help me do my job better. And it, what's amazing is you see community members every day, Tim's and Tina's, using things in ways that maybe you didn't consider. Mm -hmm. And what you, what you get is a lot of light bulb moments. Like, I never considered using X tool for this Y solution. Yeah. You know, and so you see different flavors of how people have used yeah. the same tools that we use <coughs> for different solutions. And usually what ends up happening for me is I come back with a lot of ideas that I want to share with teammates yeah. at work. Yeah, and I think that's the same for most people. Yeah, because I think you know people like when they when they come here, like you said, you, you hit it on the nail there. It's like, wait, you can do that with PowerShell? Yeah. Like for example, Kevin Markets, um, I keep bringing this the up. Graph. The graph. Yeah. You know, he was doing the lightning demo. I'm like, wait, you're running some commands and it's creating these images for you? Like, how cool is that? Yeah. yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. So 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 <laughs> Kevin Markets yep. has a has a module called. Graph Viz, I think it's called. I forget the name exactly. But what he's done is he's built some uh, he's he's built some infrastructure as code that he can write code that can be transformed into some iteration of what you probably would consider like a Visio diagram right. on the fly. And what he uses <coughs> it for is he diagrams out his infrastructure on the fly, so you can build a visual representation of it. But then he didn't do it in the lightning demo. He gave a talk to my group a couple of years ago about this. He then uses it to be able to figure out uh, when you have a graph. Like, for example, in his organization, they started with they have a, a bunch of load balances mm. and a bunch of backend servers. So at scale, they had like 15 load balances and like 30 web servers behind the load balances. And they would draw the graph to see the connection. But then at the same time, he's also doing tests and you can visually uh, show which machines were failing the test. So on the fly, he was building a picture and showing you which nodes weren't yeah. responding. Yeah. And, and it was amazing. You know, you can create all the documentation yeah. you want, but this was building a live map yeah. with color coding and saying this, this node cannot communicate. Yeah. So yeah, I, I had no idea. And you know, I think that is another value for people, right? If they come here, even if they've already been doing PowerShell, they come here, they pick up ideas, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and say, oh, yeah, I'm gonna go back and try this. I'm gonna go back and use this for something else, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, definitely encourage everyone. You know, if you're an IT pro, you are using PowerShell one way or another, and uh, if you wanna really scale up and get to, you know, uh, further into your career or even your personal skills, uh, this is where you need to come. Yeah, so, so we have two events. We actually have three events that we host. So this one is the PowerShell Summit. 
it has a PowerShell focus first and foremost, but there's a lot of DevOps and automation that mm -hmm. comes along with it. We have a DevOps camp that happens in Las Vegas, which I've never attended, but I've heard cool things. It's a max of 20 people. They get together. Those 20 people figure out problems they want to solve in the real world. You yeah. spend the week doing that kind of stuff. And, uh, and then we have the Automation Summit, which happens in December. And that is a little bit more DevOps-focused and less PowerShell-focused. So you might get more um, automation topics related to Python and Go and languages and tool sets like uh, Chef and Puppet and things like that. Mm. And not so much only about PowerShell, more language agnostic. But um, So these events are designed to show people what's going on in the industry mm -hmm. and really show people how these products are being used in ways that they may not have considered. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 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 Yeah, we're really looking forward to the automation conference this coming December in Nashville. Yeah, it's a little closer to home for you, right? Yeah, yeah. it's literally two blocks from yeah. my office. Right, yeah. So this is something that they wanted to get off the ground for a while, COVID sort of yes. put a wrinkle in that, mm -hmm. but it's coming along nicely and it's the alternative to the PowerShell conference to give people that are a little less PowerShell focused and a little more automation focused an opportunity to come and share yes. the same idea. Come meet with people, learn new concepts, make some friends in the industry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This has been great, Mike. Seriously, you've sure. covered a lot, you know, you've yep. provided a lot of information. It's been a pleasure seeing you again, and uh, yeah, so, um, you know, great success to you and, and the team and, and, you know, everybody else, and I'm just hearing praises and, and good stuff, so. Well, thank you for the kind words. It's been a yeah. pleasure speaking with you guys. Mm -hmm. It's been a while since I got to see you guys in person, so <laughs> just like every other person I've run into here, it's just really exactly. awesome to see you guys again, and I'm glad to hear that everybody's doing well, yeah. and I'm glad that you guys have had a lot of success with the podcast. Yes, it's been great. I think, generally speaking, this event has been success for a lot of people on many mm -hmm. different levels, and that's like probably the best thing we could hope for. Yeah. Well, we're really glad to be be back in the swing of things now, and uh, you know, we got our careers. Yeah. Ours at, at Microsoft got my house done. That we yeah. have the time to to be back in the full swing of yeah. podcasting. Yeah. And I'm glad <clears throat> your team, you know, selected this podcast concept as well. You know, yeah. to do this, it's uh, it's been a, a lot of fun. We've been talking with you know various people and stuff like that. Um, you know, I've also been doing all the social media stuff and all that. So it brings a different, you know, vibes, I guess, to the to the conference. Yeah, and it's been this, this is something that's been so needed. I've been telling people for a while that the mm -hmm. community has been suffering. The yes. group attendance has been down. The number of user groups that are still meeting is mm -hmm. almost none. It's down to three that I know of in the United States. Yeah. Wow. Podcasts are starting to come back. Around. So I, I do think that. This year, hopefully, we'll see a big uptick in the amount of participation, yeah. participation from people, whether yeah. they're attending events or just creating content online. Yeah. So it should, there's a lot to look forward to for the PowerShell community. Yeah, and we're going to continue this. I mean, you know, we're going to keep talking about this conference and the, you know, a DevOps Collective and something like we always do, anyways. Yeah. Absolutely. So next one will be, you know, uh, the PowerShell in the River will the be river there. And then the, the Automation Summit and stuff like that. So. And then we got stuff. Coming from there too. Yeah, yeah next year. It's great. It's yeah. great. So, all right. I think this has been great. Thank you so much. And uh, until next time, you know where to find us. I'm Hooch, H O R G E on Twitter, and I'm Mick underscore Pletcher on Twitter.
And how do they find you, Mike? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mike Kanakis, M-I-K-E-K-A-N-A-K-O-S, or on my website, commandline.ninja. Commandline.ninja. Awesome. Cheers. Cheers.